I'm on the horns of a dilemma. Uh, can you imagine me, Sheldon Cooper, at the North Pole? Easy peasy, I'm doing it right now. I'm not good with cold, Leonard. How often have we had to leave a movie theater because I got a headache from drinking the icy too fast? I can't go. Well, then don't go. How can you say that? The scientific opportunity of a lifetime presents itself and my best friend says don't go. All right, then go. Listen to you. I possibly go. Sheldon, what are the words I can say right now to end this conversation and let me go back to sleep? Odd. President Siebert posed the exact same question. How was the result? It wasn't. His wife set their dogs on me and rendered the question moot. Our whole universe was in a hot, dense state that nearly 14 million years ago expansion started. Wait, the earth began to cool, the autotrophs began to drool, Neanderthals developed tools, we built a wall. We built the pyramids, math, science, history, unraveling the mystery, it all started with a big bang. Hey everybody, welcome back to PMS, the Perpetual Motion Squad, a Big Bang Theory fan podcast. We're your hosts, Kat. And Paul. And we are Big Bang super fans. Although we seem to be very relaxed and just getting into this episode, just just chilling in, just oh, getting give organized. Give me a freaking break! I have worked my butt off this. Week. I know I she a really has. Day yesterday, leave me alone. I know she was actually she was sitting at a computer for twelve hours yesterday. So if she's low energy. Well, I've tried to pump her up as much as I, I could with the coffee, so <laughs> the coffee's going to get to the brain pretty soon. I can guarantee it. So, you but this are naughty. I am. Oh, I'm very naughty. Oh yeah, baby. Yeah. You are. You are very, very naughty. <laughs> oh, dear. That's oh, one of the fun things about doing the PMS Perpetual Motion Squad Big Bang Three podcast. You can have a whole lot of fun. Okay, oh, so this so week, any, no, just in case anyone was wondering what I'm wearing today, and this is a very big thing. I am currently wearing my Origami Blade Runner T-shirt. The Origami Unicorn Unicorn T-shirt. So, if anyone's Actually, ever seen, I like that T-shirt. I love this T-shirt. If anyone's ever seen Blade Runner, and I'm sure there's some of us that have. Um, on the last scene where you see that there is an origami um, unicorn sitting on the ground, that's what I'm wearing. So, Okay. But this week's episode, we are going to... Now, first of all, before we get involved in this episode, we have a um, an email address, which is PMS00... Sorry, Perpetual Motion Squad 00 at gmail.com. There you can reach out to us and say hi and tell us how much you're loving this podcast and giving us any suggestions or any feedback as to um, what we're doing. And also, if you'd like to be part of the show, you can certainly email us there and we can organize to maybe have a bit of a Zoom chat and you can join one of the episodes. So perpetualmotionsquad00 at gmail.com. And remember it, that um, podcasts live and die by people's word of mouth. So if you're enjoying this podcast, please like, subscribe to wherever you listen to us because it really helps us. And, and please you... tell your friends to come and join yeah. the conversation. Yeah. And if you're um, listening on Apple Podcasts, you can also go to Apple Podcasts and give us a review there because the more the reviews we get, the higher up we get in the um, you know the search engine for people to look for, for a episode or yeah, for a show that does um, Big Bang stuff. So definitely do that. Now, what did we think of this episode this time? I like this one. That really? Yeah. Mm, this was a this was a middle of the road um, episode for me. It wasn't 
the most favorite one. I don't know if I've really got a, an ex, a real, real favorite one, but I know that this was a good, not great episode. It was, it was bearable. I mean, it didn't really go very, I mean, it stayed predominantly in the confines of not only the apartment, but the Cheesecake Factory walk-in fridge, or sorry, freezer. Um, but really, it doesn't really go anywhere. You don't really see a lot of interaction. Penny is only in it for a brief amount of time. Um, this is, I mean, is, is this the first time we get to meet um, Raj's parents, or is, we've already done that? No, I think we did that once before. We have already done that one. Yeah. Okay. So we get to see another another um, glimpse of Raj's parents, but really, in, in all honesty, there really wasn't much to this episode. Um, it was it was okay. It yeah, it was okay. So, but well, episode- I like the way that it really kind of jumped forward. Um, Penny admitting her feelings for Leonard, but did she really? She didn't really. She didn't acknowledge them to him. She acknowledged no, but she's starting to admit them to herself, and she began to hint at them to Leonard. Yeah. So the episode that we are doing today is season two, episode twenty-three, the Monopole Expedition, and yes. this one is, as I said, it's a good one, not great, but it's it's it'll keep you entertained for the um, twenty-four minutes that they actually run this for. So yeah. So the apps, the episode actually opens up where we're watching Leonard doing some calculations on his whiteboard in the apartment, and as he's doing the uh, the you know whatever he's doing, uh, Sheldon comes out from his bedroom and looks at the board and goes, hmm. And walks past, and it's like, what? And he goes, nothing. You know, I'm not going to you know, point out your fault. And he goes, oh. And, of course, then he changes one of the numbers, and he goes, nope, you had it right to begin with. You've just fallen for one of my classic pranks, Bazinga. <laughs> now, hang on a second. At one yes. point, Sheldon's like, oh, boy. And Leonard's like, what? And he says, I can't comment without violating our agreement that I don't criticize your work. Yes. And what was, and then Leonard says, well, what was, oh boy, he says, great restraint on my part. <laughs> yeah. Which is, yeah. Now, 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 if there, it makes it sound like there's a clause in the roommate agreement that says Sheldon cannot criticize Leonard's work. And then if that is the case, it's the one clause that Sheldon violates most often as he's constantly condescending of Leonard's career going as far as calling him a washed up experimental physicist. Is it, But is that more along the lines of if he's just pointing out his shortcomings as an experimental physicist rather than rather than the way he does with you know, with Howard. I mean, he, he belittles Howard. It, do, so. it doesn't matter. If there's a clause saying he's not allowed to belittle Leonard, then he's not allowed to belittle Leonard and he's breaking the roommate. Well, agreement. remember the way it is with Sheldon is it's like, it's almost like, don't do as I do, do as I say. And I've had many people in my life that have done that sort of thing. Don't yeah. do as I do, do as I say. So, you know, regardless of whether he puts a clause into it, it's almost his to break whenever he feels like it. It would be the, it would be the other direction if Leonard, decided to criticize Sheldon, he'd probably be up for a fine or something like that. So in this regard, yeah, I, I'm thinking that if there is a clause, yeah, Sheldon's got a little sub-clause to say that he can break it at any time. So, And it doesn't now, seem that That Leonard... being said, this is the first time we hear Sheldon say bazinga. Yes, it is. And Jim Parsons, who plays Sheldon, credits former show writer Stephen Engel with inventing the word. And it became such a catchphrase on the show that, a, get this, a Brazilian species of orchid bee was later named Euglosa bazinga in its honor, especially because the bee had long time been confused with the Euglosa ignita and had thus fooled entomologists for years. 
So by saying Bazinga, it's just that, that yeah. I like that. Now, that, that being said, I always I had heard that Bazinga was like a line of uh, prank toys that was out in like the 50s. Uh, possibly. I don't know. I haven't actually, you know, because I remember far. seeing like pictures saying, you know, if it's a, if it's good, it's a bazinga. Let's see. Now you've actually really got me thinking if that's possible that there is, um, bazinga. no, because we've talked about this before. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Well, there's no, there's, oh, wow. I found something else that I can buy you. Oh my God. I found another collectible. <laughs> no, I can't actually, oh. but there is a toy company. Yeah, a toy company called Bazinga. Bazinga Toys. Yeah. There's the Bazinga Toys Action Heroes. Apparently, there's a hobby store called Bazinga in South Australia. Really? So there is a Bazinga Toys um, Facebook page. Yeah. And there's a Bazinga Toys Instagram page. Wow. But yeah, there there is. And I, yeah, I've actually found another. Oh, my God. I found another. Oh, wow. Oh, okay, honey. Back to the podcast. Sorry. I just Focus. <laughs> Focus, honey. I am I am focusing. I just found I'm a whole back. lot of stuff. I, I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> Let's it's not another... spend another 30 minutes before we get into it like we did on the home class movie chat podcast yesterday. It's, an, it's another chance of me to buy more toys for her and add to her collection. <laughs> I really so, do have an amazing Big Bang Theory collection. She does. So of course, as we're seeing that um Sheldon is looking at his laptop, he goes, Oh, hang on a minute. This this is something interesting. He got an email from the president of the university to tell him to meet him in his office at eight AM tomorrow. And of course, Sheldon's idea of like, hang on, put eight AM breakfast. Well, I everyone knows that I have breakfast at eight AM and move my bowel at eight, my bowels at eight twenty. And he goes, and hang on a minute. He said that means that for the next fourteen hours, eight hundred and forty minutes, I won't know what he wants to talk to me about. And Lena's like, Well, yeah, it doesn't matter. Just you know, you know, you'll find out tomorrow. Of course, now Sheldon waits eight hours, which is very, very good for Sheldon because he's just not good at waiting. And he knocks on uh, oh, well, Leonard's door. Hold on, he, before yeah. he before we go on to that, you you just you got to give time for the trivia, babe. Well, you got to give me a thumbs up or a finger up or something to let me know. I'll give you a finger. <laughs> not that one. Oh, my Here, pick God. one. Uh, I'll pick the pinky. <laughs> That's an easier one. Not doing so, a little one, that's for sure. Now, now, now it, it actually is really Thumb kiss. <laughs> we have got an episode coming up on the home class movie chat, Megaforce, the, oh. the, the movie, and they do this awesome thumb kiss in the movie, and that's what we're gonna do. So let me know that something's happening, just thumb kiss me. <laughs> so Sheldon's upset at knowing that something important is coming up, the meeting with President Siebert. Yeah. But having no clues to what it might be, he compares himself to the Heisenberg particle. And what this is, is German physicist Werner Heisenberg found that just the act of observing a particle can have an impact on the behavior of that particle. So to know how fast something is going, you have to measure it and measuring it impacts its speed. So you can know where something is or how fast it's going, but not both without impacting it. Or considering location and motion, the more you know about one element, the less you know about the other, which is called Heisenberg's uncertainty principle. Uh-huh. So that's why he's actually identifying himself as that. Yes. That's, because for, that's, the, for the next 840 yeah. minutes, he's got no idea of what it is. that. They... I, I can either know how fast I'm going, or I can know where I am, but I cannot know both. No, both. Yeah. And he doesn't know. And so this is where he's caught between two areas. He doesn't know what it is that that uh, President Siebert wants to see him about, so he's gonna he's in a perpetual state of just unknowing. So, 
of course, when he manages to wake Leonard up and Leonard goes to the bathroom and I, I like how he goes, he knocks on the door and uh, Leonard goes, do you know, it's 2 a.m. Do you know what yeah, it, it says? Is it, he says something along the lines it's of 3 a.m. It's 3 a.m. And he goes, well, yes. Why I is know. everyone obsessed with telling me what time it is? Yeah, he goes, the uni- president of the university, his wife, their sullen daughter. And of course, as we see that Leonard, Leonard goes to the bathroom and Sheldon and does said, not wash his hands. I don't think he washed his hands on. This no, he morning. he he flushed the toilet, then opened then the door. He did out. not wash his hands. So when he and he also says that uh, you know he he bring a presidency. He tried to bring presidency, but but unfortunately his phone number was unlisted, and he didn't reply back to his email. So he He's went. Like, what else am I supposed to do yeah, except he, go over there? He went over there, you know, and of course, so he does say to Leonard that um, apparently there's been a. Um, an a space opening open up on the National Science Foundation to study slow moving monopoles at the magnetic North Pole. And it's got it's basically got enough interest in Leonard to come out of the bathroom. And he goes, What well, wait a minute? That he offered to send you to the North Pole. And oh, I'm, quite enthusiastically, he said, if I could have you leave tonight, I would. <laughs> now, this is the thing that both Kat and I had a real problem with. Now, a a spot. A spot has opened up on the team on the team. Now, this is going to be interesting as we go along. So just keep that in mind. A spot at the moment. We're not going to go any further, but just that's what we've got. So um, and if all goes well, it could have Sheldon um, gone for the summer. Yeah, he's going to go for three Three months months. and he might have the idea of string theory. Um, But of course, there's one problem. It's way too cold up there and he doesn't want to leave because he says to Leonard, and I did actually play the little sound grab about um, at the beginning of the episode about what he says backwards and forwards about the fact that there was, you know, I don't deal good with cold, Leonard. You know, how many times have we had to leave the theatre because I drank the icy too fast, you know? (laughs) But it is such a phenomenal opportunity. And yeah, he could be the one who proves string theory. Yeah, it really is. So um the next day we see uh, Leonard and Raj and Wallowitz coming up the stairs. And they've got ICs, funny enough, in their hands. Ginormous ICs. Yeah. Oh, man. And they're, po- they're, they're, they're contemplating the possibilities of three months without Sheldon. And it's like, wow, we could go outside. We could sit on the left side of the couch. And Leonard's like, I could go to the bathroom at 8.20. And I love how <laughs> Raj comes up with, we, we have very small goals, don't we? <laughs> Our dreams are very small. Yeah. And of course, we open, they open the door to go into the apartment and children's like, good news, everyone. I have tentatively. And everyone's like, yes. And he goes, and you just see children sitting there as if to say, what? And You're rejoicing, like, maybe premature. Yeah. And he's like, oh. And of course, I, I like Raj's idea of like, oh, I don't like the way this is going. <laughs> now. He said a spot has opened up. One spot. Now suddenly he's proposed that all three of them join him him. as support staff. So now all four of them are going and the rest of the expedition are not. This is what I don't get, get about this episode is that if you're on a team, that would mean that you might be one of, say, 20, right? But now even six. Yeah, but now it's whittled down to all four of them, and that's it. Well, may- maybe the rest of the NSF team heard that Sheldon Cooper was coming, and they all said, you know what, I'll go on the next one. <laughs> they all resigned. It's like, no, no, don't worry about it. That's fine. That's okay. <laughs> I'll take the next trip. Um, but, of course, you know, how it is like, you know, you we, we really don't want to spend three months with that anal nutbag, do we? 
But this is a phenomenal opportunity that could get them put on. Actually, I thought it was funny. He's like, you guys might want to discuss this. He starts to leave. And Howard's like, we are not seriously contemplating spending three months stuck up on the North Pole with that anal nutbag. And and Sheldon's like, you might want to wait until my door closes so I can't hear you. And you hear the door close and then. And then then you're not going to seriously contemplate (laughs) spending three months on the North Pole with that anal nutbag. And I like the fact that, um, you know, and. Yeah, Howard's going back with it forwards. You really okay with this? And he he looks at um, Raj at one stage, and he goes, "Well, I'm a Hindu, and what we suffer in this life, we get rewarded in the next. So, as far as I'm concerned, the the karmic payback would be that I would be reincarnated as a well hung billionaire with wings in the next life. And oh, it's of course oh, okay. And 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 sh- Leonard is in. Leonard has already sitting there going, "Hang on a minute, this is a phenomenal opportunity." And it well, because really even Raj is like to be part of the team that just disc- that confirms string theory. Yeah. how amazing would that be? And it, you know, and as far as the fact that you know, it could be the fact that you could be put on the cover of magazines, and they look at at uh, Howard, and Howard goes, "Yeah, but I could be on the cover of a magazine that kills Sheldon with a crossbow." So, you know, it's it's really... I could be the engineer that creates the crossbow <laughs> that kills Sheldon Cooper. But, of course, you know, you know, Sheldon comes back and goes, well, and they're all like, you know, Leonard's the first one to go, oh, well, I'm definitely in. And Raj is like, me too. Now, I love the fact that, you know, right, Howard could have gone, no, I'm not going. But how, right, you know, but Howard's like, oh, God, peer pressure. Yeah, Damn peer fine, pressure. I'm okay, in. I'm in. And it's like, and, and, and of course, he, and of course, you know, Sheldon does go, okay, but remember, I'm the team leader, so everyone should call me sir, but there will be a briefing. And it's like, oh, for God's sake, this is not a good idea. Yeah, really. we're off to a great start. Yeah. Here. So the next scene we see is uh, Leonard, uh, not Leonard, um, Sheldon Raj. going over. No, no, we're going to have um, Sheldon going over to Penny's house. Or Penny's apartment, oh, right. And knocks on the door and says that he wants to see if he could have access to the Cheesecake Factory freezer. But I thought I thought first we were having Raj talk to his parents. Not yet. No, that's oh, coming. Okay. All right. And of course, so um, he does say that, you know, and of course, you know, the first thing that, that Penny says is, you know, I already told you that the hamburger meat is fresh and it's stored in a safe temperature. And he goes, yes, that's fine. But I want we want to get, you know, the, the freezer. We, and we need to because- have access to the freezer. For the, to, to to prepare for going to the North Pole. North Pole. And Penny's like, what, all of you? And he goes, yes. And she goes, all, of the, North Pole, all of the North Pole. Yes. Excuse me. And he goes, oh, she's got the attention span of a gnat. And he, she walks into the apartment and says to Leonard, so you guys are going to the North Pole? And he goes, yep, you know, we're going to go for three months and we've been busy. Sorry, I didn't get a chance to tell you, but we we were too busy getting physicals and buying thermal underwear and studying, and studying stuff snow. about snow. And Penny's, you know, she tries to blow it off, you know, trying to act nonchalant about it. But yeah, I get, I get that having to study snow. Yeah, yeah, but she's like, oh, um, I just a little bit surprised that you didn't tell me. And and Leonard's like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't get it. And she's like, no, it's okay, you don't need to tell me. It's it's you know, it's fine. And it really is that you know, there's no reason that he has to go and tell her anything. They're not together. They're not a couple. They're just friends. So if you don't tell mm-hmm. the other person, so so be it. No dramas. So, of course, you know, they're talking backwards and forwards. And, and I like how the fact that, you know, Penny had said to Sheldon, you know, I'll see what I can do about getting access to the freezer. So they're talking backwards and forwards, her and uh, Leonard and Penny. And, of course, I like how uh, Sheldon's like, yes, 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 yeah, we're talking about this. Now, when do you think you can, you know, read, do the old I am thinking about it to get back to me on the freezer? And she's like, just remember, Sheldon, that the freezer actually locks from the outside. 
So we really see. And now, I love but, the look she gives him when he, yeah. she says that too. So she leaves and, and Len, Leonard looks at uh, Sheldon and goes, do you think she was a little bit upset about me going? And he goes, mm, do you think she was upset? And he goes, no. And he goes, oh, there you go. Exactly. I'm, that's fine. And uh, she go, he goes, well, I know she's not my girlfriend or anything, but do you think she'd be a little bad that I'm gone for the whole summer? And, you know, Sheldon just uh, just blows it off. And really, it, it's really no, it doesn't go anywhere because, you know, as I said, there's no reason why Leonard has to go to Penny and say, oh, by the way, I'm going anywhere. They're not together. They're not a couple. So if I'm not going, I'm not, you know, if I'm going, I'm going. If I'm not, I'm not. It doesn't matter because Penny's not going to go to Leonard and say, oh, by the way, I'm going you know, to somewhere for the next six months, you know, it's not going to bother him at all either, you know. So, of course, we now arrive in the um, Cheesecake Factory freezer and the guys must practice using tools in extreme cold without the actual equipment Sheldon has to improvise. So Leonard must do complex calculations using an old calculator, an old wristwatch calculator that, that Sheldon won on a science project that he got. And who really in. cares where he got it? Exactly. Um Raj has to paint the sideburns and a Van Dyke beard, a goatee with no mustache, on a six-inch replica of Legonus the Elf. Legolas. Is it Legolas? Lego yeah, Legolas. Yeah. Now, while we're talking about the six-inch yeah. statue of Legolas, yes. who is the who is played by Orlando Bloom in the Lord of the Rings trilogy, he's an elf. Yep. And I have to say, he's absolutely gorgeous in that movie. When okay. I saw him afterward with short brown hair instead of long flowing blonde hair, there was just something very wrong there. You've never wanted uh, to be an elf so much in your life. Yeah. But uh, Shel okay, so Sheldon is incorrect because a Van Dyke is a goatee. A goatee without a mustache is a goatee. A Van Dyke is a goatee with a mustache. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Cause I thought, cause I, okay. So, because I thought the, okay. So, if you've got no mustache and you just got down the bottom part there, that's that, a goatee. There's a go, no, a goatee is the whole way around. No. The, yeah. the Van Dyke is a goatee with a mustache. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll get you a link, honey. Okay. Fair enough. That's good. That's good for me. Let's get it. Yep. And Howard must do a series of delicate surgical features. Using the operation game, <laughs> I love, and he's going to start with the funny bone for two hundred dollars. So, of course, as we start off, we see that Raj is trying to open the paint, and he he chokes on the paint. Leonard tries to do uh, operate the calculator without the gloves, and instantly gets frostbite. Um, and of course, when Howard's doing it, he hits the side and he goes, "Oh, I'm going to get sued." And of course, this is when um Leonard goes, "Okay, I know I don't possess the brains of leadership because I love how." Yeah, you know, Howard, uh, one of the guys, I think it was Raj, says, well, oh, no, Leonard says to um, Sheldon, well, what are you doing? Where's your thing? And he goes, it's right here. And he points at his head to say, well, I'm the brains behind the whole operation, so I'm just going to time you guys and see how quickly you can do it. So when Howard, uh, sorry, when Leonard says to Sheldon, well, hang on a minute, why can't we just assemble all the equipment in the warm cabin and then take it outside? And Sheldon's like, oh, I never And then never I love that look that. of, <clears throat> Didn't think about that. Never thought of that. And of course, he goes. Okay, I guess we're we're finished here, and we leave. We're now back at the apartment, and Sheldon is giving both Howard and Leonard hot chocolate with a stick of butter, and it's yeah. a I can't believe it's not butter for the lactose intolerant Leonard. And of course, that's really disgusting. A, uh, it was vile. It, oh my god! I thought it does um, make me kind of want hot chocolate now. Yeah, hot chocolate is fine, but we might have huge, some of that after we get off. With a huge stick of butter. Not with a huge stick of butter. I just want to hot I'm just, chocolate. I'm just, I know. I'm just saying about this <sighs> scene. 
where you got this whole stick of butter in there. It's like, oh, and apparently it's because they've got to consume 5,000 calories per day to keep their, their just quality. to maintain their body weight. Yeah. So I was like, okay. Um, Funny, I, I never lost weight in the winter and I never ate anywhere near 5,000 calories a day when it would get like way below zero. Yeah. No. Um, now, Raj is currently on a video conference with his parents um, about going on the trip, and they don't want him to go because they believe that he is going to get eaten by a walrus. And I love how Sheldon comes and he goes, well, no, the possibility of him, him getting eaten by a walrus is not possible because he'll either get frostbite first uh, or he'll get frostbite, eaten. gangrene, or killed by a 15, a mauled by a 1500 pound polar bear. Yeah. And of course, this is when we see that that Howard and Raj is like not helping. <laughs> and I love how Raj, uh, the Howard's getting on the the phone with his mother, and he says, "Okay, can you please tell Raj's parents that you're okay about me going to the Arctic?" And you hear Arctic? I thought you were going to Arkansas. Arctic? <laughs> I thought you said Arkansas. I should have just put that over to you because you sound awesome when you do that. <laughs> well, yeah, I hope if you put things over to me once in a while. No, I'm sorry. So this is actually the first impossible. Okay, so there is a future episode where we see the back of Mrs. Wallowitz going through past the um, dining room door when she's in the kitchen. But this is um, the first and possibly only time where there's actually a small glimpse of what she looks like. Because when Howard holds up his phone to the laptop, for, so the Kutherpollis, uh, when they're Skyping from India, there's a thumbnail photo of her on the display if you look really closely. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, of course, now we see that Penny knocks on the door and says to, to Leonard, you know, can I see you for a moment? And he goes, yeah, okay. You know, I'll come out here. There's a lot less yelling going on. And Penny's bought him a blanket with sleeves. Now, I actually had one of these. Those things are awesome. And if a lot of people sit there and go, a blanket with sleeves, because it's basically, you know, it is what they're saying. It is a blanket cut down the back with sleeves. So essentially, you can keep warm, but you can also, your arms can keep warm as well, you know. Um, And of course. Yeah, they're very practical. They are really great. And so she, um, Penny gives him a hug, but the hug seems to last Quite a long time, and it's like uh, at least five Mississippi's. Five Mississippi's, exactly, and it's like three is the maximum, really. For now, most little... hugs last two Mississippi's. Two to, two that one three. lasted at least five. five. So it's like okay, because um, he asked her this later. Yeah. So they. So um, there is Leonard going back to his apartment, and in the meantime, we find that Mrs. Wallowitz is is shocked in the fact that the whole of India there's not a single outback steakhouse. Now I just can't believe it that in the whole country of India there's not one outback steakhouse. Yeah, go to Sydney, you'll never find one because we don't have outback steakhouses in, in anywhere in Australia. That's because um, ironically it would be considered tacky in Australia. It would because Which if you can... can see the commercials that they produce here, you would think that that's hilarious that they think that would be tacky. Some of the, uh, some of the. Uh, now I have never actually been to an out- outback steakhouse. Oh, I have. I know you have, but I have not. I had the I had the distinct pleasure of going at least half a dozen times at the outback steakhouse when I was living in Massachusetts, mm. and it never was some. So late at night, Leonard wakes up Sheldon, and he says that. Well, wait a minute. Are they at one point? Don't they talk about what they need to do to prepare to go? No. Yes, because what? Howard suggested watching the thing because they're going to be in the. No, US. that's the end of it. We are getting oh. to that, the double feature when they're in the cabin. We're getting to that one. Believe me. 
So now this is when Leonard wakes up Sheldon and says that he's concerned about the fact that uh, the penny might miss him, you know, so much that he shouldn't really go. Actually, what's really funny is he goes in and he's trying to wake up Sheldon, Sheldon. and Sheldon's very asleep, and he finally wakes him up, and Sheldon sits bolt upright, going, "I want a cookie, Mima." And he goes, Leonard, it's, it's sorry, Sheldon, it's me, Leonard. And he goes, yes, but but me, I just make cookies. Yeah, but me, I just make cookies. <laughs> so he does sit there and he goes, you know, Sheldon, I've got a you know, an situation that he says, you know, the fact that Penny might miss me. And he says, should, well, that's true. She does have a short attention span. Yeah, I shouldn't go in case that she moves on to someone else in the interim. And she does, and, he, and that's exactly right. So he goes, but uh, Sheldon agreed that he can't go because Penny. You know, it does seem that she wants to have an intimate and carnal relationship with Leonard. And Leonard goes, you really think so? And he goes, of course not. No. Even in my sleep-deprived state, I managed to pull off another one of my classic pranks. Bazinga. Bazinga. <laughs> so we now see that it's the next day and um, Leonard goes over to Penny and he says, listen, I need to ask you something before we go. And she sa- he says, um, you know, about the hug and he goes, no he's oh, first he says, he says the, the blanket. Um, what did you mean when you said you'll miss me and she's like um you'll that be you gone won't... and i'd notice yeah and he goes okay what about this this present the blanket and he goes what does this mean and she goes i uh, want you to be warm no and she says uh late night wine and a credit card and late night oh yeah bad, bad, bad combination <laughs> and he goes what about the hug and she's like it was just a hug and he goes it was at least Five Mississippis. It the was standard hug is two Mississippis. Two, this one was at least five. Five, and she goes, "It didn't mean anything, Leonard." And she go, "He goes, oh, okay. Well, I'm I'm glad that we cle- we cleared that up." And she and he goes, uh, "Okay, see you." And she goes, "Yep, have a safe." And trip. she closes the door, and then she leans. We are the only it. ones that hear this. Yeah, I really wish you weren't going. Yeah, Leonard didn't hear that. Nope. We are the only ones that heard that. So, of course, we're now at the, at the North Pole and things are already very bleak at the North Pole because Leonard uh, closes the fridge and he goes, oh, damn it. And they're like, what? And he goes, oh, we ran out of ice. Now, I'd like to point out yeah. that the guys neither went to the true nor magnetic North Pole. Neither were on land in 2009. And in fact, the magnetic North Pole, where they were purported to be, was more than 840 kilometers away from Ellesmere Island, which is where they were likely to be. The true North Pole is one of two places where all the lines of longitude meet and is a fixed geographical location. But due to the constant changes in the Earth's magnetic field, the location of magnetic North Pole, one of the two points where the magnetic lines of flux from Earth's magnetic field and coverage converge and enter the Earth is not fixed. Oh. And so, so would, they sh- been able to, would they have been able to, to um, establish like, the, the idea of string theory there? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But just know that they weren't on the actual North, North Pole, Pole of okay. either magnetic or true. Yeah. But the out now when it when it cuts to the scene to show that they're now at the North Pole, the outside of the Arctic shelter shows squared up vertical walls, while the inside view is of a World War II half dome Quonset hut. Yeah. I was wondering about that because it didn't seem to be didn't seem to look right. No. Because it would have been completely the other direction, because if you're if you've got a square um you know, sort of, if you, okay, if you've got a square building on that sort of um, barren it, it, area. It looked, it looked like the square building was like one of those, like, shipping containers that you'd see on a ship. Thank you. That's what I thought. And yeah. if it, it was But if inside, it was domed, it's rounded and roomy. Yeah. But if it was more domed, then it would have actually had more chance of actually not accumulating the amount of snow. It was being pummeled on one side. Yeah, you're actually better off with a domed thing because that way it doesn't t- create weight on the top. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. This, that that's because there's a smaller area for the snow to accumulate rather than if it was square it would just like dump it on top yeah which would cause a, a cave-in so yeah that's understandable um so we're now seeing that sheldon has got his stopwatch around his neck and he's saying okay for the next eight hours everyone's off duty but you know keep the shenanigans to a minimum because we're 18 hours away by sled dog if anyone gets injured and uh, we hear that Leonard goes, okay, you know, dinner time. And they're like, what are we having? And he goes, reconstituted Thai food included dehydrated low sodium soya sauce, freeze dried spicy mustard, and flash frozen brown rice. And, and apparently Leonard's like, nope. Oh darn, we didn't don't have the brown rice. And Sheldon's like, um, I got you. I hit it. Bazinga. Bazinga. It's like, oh god. And then we do see that. Uh, Leonard goes, can we just take a moment to just think of where we are right now? We are literally at the top of the world and we are very, we are the ones of the very few people that are about to see what, you know, we are about to see. And they really stop to really contemplate about, yes, we are. It's amazing. And then, then this is of course when Howard goes, okay, who's up for a movie? And he goes, what do you think we should do? We should watch the thing or, um, was the was ice the, station zero ice station zero or the thing and then this which is, is when, actually an amazing book never seen that it's actually yeah. a really good movie too never seen it yeah um and this is when Le then uh, raj goes i think we should get a double feature so they're about to watch all that and it's in the same configuration as the apartment you know howard goes to sit in Le in the uh, sheldon's spot and of course sheldon goes you're in my spot so they move over one and then of course you know leonard's on with his big um, blanket with his arms uh, all nice snuggled up. And this is when Howard goes, there's no time for a crossbow. Just get me an icicle. The the TV show then goes black. And that is the end of this episode. I love how I accidentally started talking about the thing earlier, telling you that I had trivia and you still didn't leave me space for it. Oh, I'm sorry. What is you just kept trivia? talking all over me. Sorry, what is the trivia of the thing? Because I've never seen that. Actually, no, I've seen it. I've seen about the first 10 minutes of that movie. I've never got through it. The Howard suggest. Howard suggests watching The Thing, presumably because they are in the Arctic. Yeah. But The Thing is actually set in the Antarctic on the South Pole. But And interestingly, every year on Midwinter's Eve, the British Antarctic Survey holds a screening of The Thing. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> you know, wasn't, wouldn't that have been worth leaving me time for? Oh, that would have. You just needed just to put up your, th your little It would have pinky. been a lot. Well, I tried, but you just barrel on. You didn't put up your pinky. I didn't see it. Well, you can run. The you were through it before I could even put up a finger. You can, you can run the. That was a gangster sign, I think. I think she's going gangster, gangster on me. <laughs> so, as I Stop said, being this... nice to me, I'll be mean to you. Oh, okay. I won't this... cook gravy. Yeah, she will. Um. No, I actually accidentally missed. Yeah. Um, a trivia earlier, which is there is in. Season two, episode one, The Bad Fish Paradigm. Mm. There are several ways stated regarding on how to annoy Sheldon, and one of them was to talk to him through the bathroom door. However, this episode does show that Sheldon talks to Leonard while Leonard is in the bathroom. So apparently it means that Sheldon doesn't mind talking through the bathroom door as long as it's not him in the bathroom. Yeah. Actually, that's a good little bit of trivia because it seems that he's written all the uh, the the it's all about roommates him. agreement, but it's always about him. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, now I did find a really interesting little thing. Okay. The season two ending and season three beginning are three months apart. Season three ending and season four opening are four months apart. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> How hilarious is that's that? That's actually really good. Well, that's okay. actually nice. They get now there fun. was no restaurants or takeaways this week. 
No, no. I actually mentioned to you about what they were eating in the 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 hut up in uh, the North Pole, but you said it wasn't in their actual apartment, so I didn't count. So. Well, no, it's because they weren't spending money on it. Although it's, yes, that's exactly. what we're tracking is what are they spending yeah, money what are they spending? on? So yeah, there was nothing. Yeah. This week. Okay. And do we have some um, crazy credits? Crazy credits. All right. Chuck Lorre Productions number 252. The following is an excerpt from my keynote speech at the 2009 Science Fiction and Fantasy Writers of America Nebula Awards. When I was 12 years old, my teenage sister had a boyfriend whom my parents lovingly named Cross-Eyed Larry. In my official capacity as the obnoxious little brother, I took it upon myself to annoy and harass poor Larry at every opportunity. In fact, I specifically learned to cross my eyes so I could welcome him to our home with the appropriately juvenile comedic flair. My mother constantly warned me that if I didn't stop doing that, my eyes would stay crossed. <laughs> and oh God, how many times has every mother's ever said that? I if you ever, put your yeah. face like that, it's going to stick. In hindsight, it appears that if she was lying or at best misinformed. Anyway, my speech tonight is a long overdue attempt to make amends for my childish pestering and cruelty awards toward this polite young man whose only discernible character flaw was a poorly aimed libido. No way he was getting over on my sister. <laughs> but even more than amends, I needed to find some way to thank him. And here's why. Back Way back in 1964, Larry did something that would change my life forever. In order to get rid of me so he could stick his tongue down my sister's throat, Larry gave me a dog-eared copy of Ray Bradbury's The Martian Chronicle his plan worked brilliantly the book not only turned my prepubescent hardy boys world upside down it would begin my lifelong love affair with science fiction unfortunately cross-eyed larry was not so lucky ultimately rejected by my sister he descended into a life of drugs and crime that ended tragically when he was murdered in attica state prison because another inmate thought he was looking at him funny <laughs> that's not funny <laughs> you a horrible person i oh, love cross-eyed larry <laughs> That's awful. What do you mean? No, I'm not. Yes, you are. Okay, so next time we're going to be doing season three, episode one, the yes. electric can opener fluctuation when the boy, and we'll find out what happens when the boys return from the North Pole. I really, I do like this this episode. It's, yeah, yeah, it's good. We will definitely do that. But as I said, if you are interested in joining us at uh, the Perpetual Motion Squad, just email us Perpetual Motion Squad zero zero at gmail.com and we can organize to have a bit of a watch party together and then we can talk about it and you can be part of the podcast so by all means reach out to us but yeah as i said that episode was good wasn't great it it kept you entertained to somewhat but it really yeah there really wasn't much to it so i'm looking forward to the next episode absolutely so we look forward to seeing you next time and in the meantime we'll catch up at the cheesecake factory bye everyone with the